Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Halloween, everybody, and because it is the Halloween weekend and we've got a bunch of ups and downs to do, it's only fair that we play up to tradition. So, that's right, it's me, the wizard in the sky. Happy Halloween, and I shall be taking you through the ups and the downs when it comes to WWE SmackDown. Now, the only problem with this is that we can't attach the microphone properly because it rustles on the bed. And therefore, you're just going to have to do it like this. Obviously, I can't do that voice the entire time. I will collapse. And if you decide to skip the intro and you just join halfway through and you see this, well, more for you. You have learned a valuable lesson. Happy Halloween again. Let's up those downs. an interesting start to SmackDown this week because Charlotte Flair was here. Now I'm sure you've heard the news throughout the week that that segment last week with Becky Lynch did not go to plan but let's all just calm down and wait and see how it plays out because really you never truly know what's going on in somebody's head. What I will say is that having the Queen come out and just say the same thing every single week is getting a little bit boring. She goes, oh man, I won championships so many times. I'm the face of the company. Nobody can beat me. It's fine when you do it for a few weeks, but it's like anything in this life. When you continually do the same thing over and over again, it's the law of diminishing returns and it just gets a little bit dull. It was the same when Sasha Banks interrupted and just waddled down and went geese title shot. And I was so sure that Charlotte was going to go, yeah, sure, here is a title shot because that's all that ever happens in WWE. But then they actually surprised me and I started to feel excited in my tum-tum. Because after Flair had said, no, I don't want to do this and I want to fight somebody new, out came Shotzi in her tank and she fired something out of the barrel. And that's not a euphemism. And she said she would love a match against Charlotte. If you can believe it, Charlotte actually said yes. So I was like, yes, new great freshness actually doing something with someone who had been on NXT and now was put on the main roster and that was going to get it up. And then though, we ran right into the down because of course we did. Because we weren't mucking around in the sense we went straight into this match, but as ever, Shotzi lost. And they had a really fun and a really exciting match and I was enjoying myself. But when we got to the end, I was like, why? Why do we do this? We introduce someone and we put them on a pedestal and then we drop them down and watch them career into the floor. I tell you the biggest problem with this, I was disappointed. That's right, that's how I felt. Just overwhelmingly disappointed. I know wins and losses don't matter, but the secret of wrestling is that wins and losses do matter. I have one word for you or one name, 
Goldberg. It also ended with distraction after Shotzi had almost bumped into Sasha Banks, who had stayed at ringside. And because they locked eyes with each other, Shotzi totally forgot she was in a match. She got back in the ring. She got hit with the natural selection. One, two, three. So we bring it out of the distraction board. That goes up to 115. <laughs> of course, because this had happened. We turned Shotzi heel straight away. And honestly, because I was dressed like the Wizard of the Sky, I was like, ha 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 ha, I I will just do that because despite Shotzi receiving a positive reaction from the fans, we have to do a swerve. Otherwise, how the hell are we going to get through a TV show? And she did beat up Sasha Banks and said something like, eat my tank. I don't know what eat my tank means. I don't think anybody should be eating a tank. It just felt so, I don't know, WWE. It's like, here's a really likable person, so we're gonna surprise you, and she's gonna be a bad guy. I would have much preferred it if she had walked out there, surprised Charlotte Flair, even with the most devastating move in all of sports, entertainment, surprise roll-up of one. At least that would have been different, and at least it would have opened the door. Jeff Hardy was then meant to be interviewed and was probably going to say something really weird when he got interrupted by Mad Cat Moss and Baron Corbin. And of course, they just told a bunch of jokes and they walked off. But I love these two, especially because I know at one point, they're probably going to drop the whole two fish in the tank and one says to the other, can you drive this? And then I will chuckle away. We'll get back to them later. This also led to another interview with Paul Heyman and this was also absolutely fabulous because we had learned that Brock Lesnar was going to be fired $1 million. I guess WWE's been watching Austin Powers. So Kayla Braxton said to Paul, how do you think Brock's going to react to this? And all of a sudden he was in advocate mode saying Brock Lesnar's going to march to the office and he is going to eat the children of the people who had done this before he realized what he had said and he scurried off like, please, Roman Reigns, don't kill me. This whole story is just great. It gives you a little piece of information to chew on for the next seven days and the whole time you're like, oh, what's going to happen? It's almost like WWE should be doing this all around. Happiness and sadness then reign supreme. So it's basically like the same relationship I had with my parents. Because I lit up when we were told that it was going to be Drew McIntyre versus Mustafa Ali. But then I fell down on the floor and cried when I clocked this in at two minutes. What is cool is that it does sound like Drew is going to continue on this open challenge every single week. Because he came out here and said, who wants to talk? Somebody come and face me. And it was Mustafa Ali. And honestly, I was doing backflips at this point because Drew McIntyre versus Mustafa Ali is the stuff I was born for. Talking about making the most of your time though, because even though McIntyre was throwing him around to begin with, when he did go for the Claymore kick and missed, Mustafa Ali hit his go button and he was busting out all of these moves. I was really, really, really having fun. I mean, he just bopped Drew with all he had and at one point was going to go for the 450. But very sadly, he wasn't able to hit it. However, he was then able to avoid another Claymore kick when Drew was like, okay, well, if you're going to keep being flippy dippy doodah guy, I'm going to lock you in a Kimura. And he tapped him out. Now, I don't know about you, but if I was preparing McIntyre for a match against someone that maybe, just maybe, has a finishing move known as the guillotine choke, I would want to have a submission move as well. But what do I know? I'm just a wizard in the sky. But I will say this. While these kind of matches do need to go longer, it's just so good. And these two guys are such good wrestlers. So I'm giving it up. Because seriously, I would have taken a whole feud between these two, much as I would have done last week between Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn. But at least we do, I think, have something for Mustafa Ali. Because he got on the microphone afterwards and he said, I know why you guys don't like me, because of my name. And if WWE gives Ali free reign to sort of make this story his own, he will absolutely smash it. I am loving King Xavier Woods too, because he was in the back here as Hit Row was just like, oh my gosh, it's King Xavier Woods. We love you so much. You're our best friend in the world. Please, will you come over here and give us a hug? And he has wanted this for so long. So it's just so nice to finally see him having it. 
having hair is really annoying. And this was especially true because he then made his way to the ring and he made Kofi Kingston a knight. It was so good instantly because the crowd were chanting, you deserve it. And Woods said, yeah, I do deserve it. I do a lot for this company. So you're damn right. And then, yeah, he got Kofi to go down on one knee and he anointed him Sir Kofi. And he still was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we've made it here. He even called him the hand of the king and he had a special badge. This was like, I don't know, silly Game of Thrones. So these two are going to run right with this, but you just knew a couple of people were going to interrupt because it is WWE. And man, we're going to have fun with that count in 2022 and I did have to laugh because it was the Usos. Now usually I'd have been like are you kidding me because these two teams have just feuded over and over again but Jay especially got me into this he was like nah brah you don't get to be the hand of the king I'm the second hand when it comes to Roman Reigns and it is true he was calling himself that. Woods bless him then said fine we're gonna have a trial by combat and what he did mean was they were gonna have a match when Michael Cole and Pat McAfee were like well he doesn't actually have those powers so let's hope that Sonya Deville or Adam Pearce granted. All of this was just a joy to watch. I love these four. Corbin and Moss then had a trick or street fight with Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs and it is getting it up. And that's for all those crazy people who all week have been messaging me going, I can't believe you gave it up to that AEW Dynamite made event. If WWE had never done this, you would have melted down. I don't know whose content you've been watching. I am like the king of goofy wrestling. I have said over and over again how much I like it. And yeah, I really like this. As ever, WWE is a little more on the nose because they just had Halloween decorations everywhere. And the best part of this is when Rick Boogs got his guitar and started going raw, 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 and playing it. So Baron Corman just got a kendo stick and smacked him on the back. Yeah, that'll do it. WWE still felt the need to have the 24-7 pack just interrupt halfway through this. And we really need to stop it because this angle adds nothing to nothing. And then when we cut back to the match, Mad Cat Moss was trying to take Rick Boogs' head and dunk it in a tub of apples. I mean, what a sentence that was. And Rick was able to reverse it before Boogs, Shinsuke Nakamura and Pat McAfee on commentary just started eating the fruit. That's when I realized, yep, I want more of this in my life. Kennedy was flying all over the place at one point as well, because why not? And Happy Corbin is just the best heel because he was going to use a pumpkin as a weapon at one point but because the fans were going yeah use the pumpkin smash the soul out of his brain he decided not to and instantly everyone started to boo later on as well moss just put a pumpkin over shinsuke nakamura's head as he was about to go for the kinshatcha and that's like the greatest second attire you've ever seen in your life and i also like the finish here especially if it's gonna go in the direction i want it to because just as rick was about to go for something off the top two dudes in halloween costumes popped up and they shoved him off the top rope which allowed mad cat moss to hit his neck breaker and get the one two three and when these guys revealed themselves it was humberto carrillo and angel garza and i was like wait 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 are we about to put these two with mad cat moss and happy corbin because if we are where do i sign i want that group have them call themselves the awesome foursome two because it's just so immature and it ties directly into the theme we had a really odd segment with sonia deville after this who was about to be interviewed about naomi when sammy zane just walked up and said uh, i'm not on the show tonight and i really should be and i was like yeah sammy zayn should be on smackdown what the hell are we doing this also led into Shayna baser versus naomi and it did leave me in an odd position because nobody has still told me why Shayna Baszler had joined up with Sonya Deville. I mean, I do like the pairing, but what is the explanation? And this match only went one minute. And even in that 60 seconds, we still found ways to incorporate a bunch of nonsense because there was no referee in the ring and Shayna was like, where's the ref? Where's the ref? I want to kill someone. So of course, Sonya Deville came out and said, well, unfortunately, we are a bit down on officials after what Brock Lesnar did last week. 
So I will be the referee, and you can see where this is going from here. Because naturally, it ended with distraction or distractions, because Sonya Deville was just getting in the way, and Sonya Deville was refusing to count. And as soon as Shayna Baszler had any kind of pin on Naomi, she went one, two, three, and it was the fastest pin you've ever seen in your life. I still think this counts, though, so we're going to bring it down, and the distraction counter moves up to 116. And obviously, afterwards, Naomi was like, Sonya Deville, I'm going to rip the bones out of your body. Shayna Baszler snuck up behind her, she locked on the Kirafuda crutch, and Naomi had been screwed again. With all that said though, while this could have had a bit more time to it, it is officially a long-term story by WWE. And Naomi was freaking out afterwards saying, man, I'm gonna beat up Sonya Deville, I'm gonna beat up Shayna Baszler. So she still does have this fire, we just make to need to make sure it has a nice satisfying ending all of this will be fine. I'm giving it up. It was then the New Day versus the Usos in our main event. And once again, I was like, <laughs> we've done this match so much. And we really do need some new tag teams in this division. But as always, they're so good. They know how to have a really great tag team match. I ain't gonna be that guy. And it's getting it up. Cody Kingston really was in fighting mood as well, I guess because he just got all these new responsibilities. So he had to make sure he pleased his king. But sadly, when he did jump out of the ring, he got caught by Jimmy and Jeff who just chucked him across the announce table. Then allowed the Usos to take over for a while before Kofi Kingston did get the hot tag to royalty. How nice is it that we get to say that sentence? Jay screwed that up though by punching him in the face and then there was a really close near fall after a Samoan drop. And when that didn't work, Jimmy and Jay went, okay, well, we're gonna give you a couple of super kicks this time on Kofi Kingston who was back in the ring. And that was also just for two. He was about to lose as well when the Usos decided to double splash him, but Xavier managed to push one of the Usos off the ropes. And because he'd also blind tagged himself in, they didn't know what was going on. So he hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll up to get the three and Xavier Woods can get away with this until the end of time. Just go and look at his social media. He likes this maneuver as much as I do. The New Day then celebrated to end SmackDown and you may be thinking at this point, oh my gosh, Roman Reign wasn't on the entire show, but that's good. Absence makes the heart grow fonder and it really does enhance your star power when you do return. This was a fine SmackDown. It ticked all the boxes. It kind of floated along and I'm giving it up. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.